0: You are listening to the Kensington Church Podcast, recorded live in Michigan. To learn more about Kensington, visit kensingtonchurch.org. Well, greetings. Uh, welcome to week two of a series that we're doing the whole month of October called Growing. And in it, we're trying to unlock the mystery of how do we actually grow spiritually? Like, how do we grow in our relationship with God? So, uh, it's a beautiful fall day, a little bit on the cool side. So, I've got my hu- cup of tea, and I'm just happy to spend a few minutes with you. So, first thing I'd like to do is just review where we started last week. So we introduced this idea that growth, spiritual growth is not linear, it's a cycle. And there's five elements to this, five words, and they're action words. They all end in the uh, letters ING. So we started last work with believing and that's our initial steps toward Jesus, toward a relationship with him, uh, about trusting him. And then Today, we're going to talk in just a moment about seeking, but let me just give you the overview again. So, as we come to know or take those first steps toward God, where we believe or trust in him, that um, engages a life of seeking, where we really seek to grow uh, as we pursue him. And as we seek him more, we know him more. More of himself is revealed to us. And as that happens, we realize how deeply he loves us, and love for him grows in us. And then out of loving comes surrender. So we believe, we seek, we know more, we love more deeply, we give more back to him. So that's the cycle. Um, It builds, it goes, I think, our whole lifetime because there's always more we can know about God, always more our love can grow, all more that we can surrender to him. So that's the whole process. And today we're in week two, which is about seeking. It's about seeking God. There are so many promises in the scripture that tell us that if we seek him, he'll reveal himself to us. Uh, he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So I just want to have us think for a few moments about what that seeking really looks like and what's in, involved in that. And I want to do it by telling you a story. Um, I read the story years ago, or I heard it in a message I can't remember, so I can't give credit uh, to whoever thought of this first. But it's really stuck with me, and hopefully it'll be meaningful for you. So I want you to imagine that there was a father who raised a son, and he the son is an adult now. And as happens typically at that phase of family life, the, the son has moved away. Um, they're not as close as they used to be. Uh, the father longs for you know, a deeper relationship, um, but this is kind of the nature of things. But one of the things that has happened is the son has uh, kind of fallen into some difficult times, maybe made some not really great decisions. He's struggling. His dad knows that, but the son is not really reaching out uh, to him to get some advice or help. Until one day, when the dad gets a phone call from his son, and they just kind of catch up, make some small talk, and then the son says, you know, Dad, I I really think I need some help, and would you have some time to spend with me? And of course, the dad is just overjoyed. (laughs) He's been waiting for those words for a long time. So they agreed to meet on a certain morning at a diner um, to catch up, and for the son to share what his burdens are with his dad, and if for his dad to offer whatever help he can because he loves his son and he loves spending time with him and he wants to do whatever he can to help and guide him. So the appointed day comes and the dad is so excited. He wakes up a little bit early, gets ready, drives to the diner, gets his cup of coffee, tells the the that there'll be two of them. And so there's two menus sitting on the table and the dad is near the window and he's looking out, waiting for his son to arrive at 7 a.m. And seven comes, and his son's not there, and seven ten he's on a second cup of coffee seven fifteen seven twenty. Well, he figures his son was off and late, so he's still hopeful. but finally at seven thirty he realizes that his son's not coming and so he you know pays for the coffee and he gets in his car and drives home. Now, I want you to think about what you think that dad might be feeling like what's what's going through his mind and what's in his heart. And I think the way I was raised, you know, is that, well, the dad would be mad. He'd be angry. Uh, he'd be really frustrated. But really what he's experiencing is he he's experiencing a longing. He is disappointed, but a longing because he wanted to spend time with his son and he wanted to help his son. He had things to give him and things to offer him. So what if we thought about God in those terms? When we talk about seeking God, what if we thought about God who every day makes himself available to us, he has so much to pour into us, so much to give to us, so much he wants to share with us and guide us and help us. He wants to give us wisdom and comfort and discernment and peace and direction and just to find joy in that relationship. So in what I uh, was raised to call devotions or quiet time, there was always a sense of it's the right thing to do, it's an obligation, it's a duty duty, you check the box, you get up, you have to spend some time in the Bible or prayer or meditation. And it was always uh, like an obligation. And there was always a lot of guilt or shame around how much I would skip that or how little time I would invest in that. But when I heard this story, and and I began to picture God as that father who loves his son, has so much to give him, and he's sitting in this booth, uh, looking out the window with anticipation and longing that that his son would come. God feels that way about me and you. And that uh, when we talk about seeking, God is already there. He's just waiting for us to show up. You know, please come and spend some time with me. I have a longing to be with you. The abundant life that I, I promised you starts here. It starts in carving out time to be just to be with me. And for us to learn to recognize his voice and to receive from him all that he wants uh, to offer to us. So as we press into this topic of seeking this week and as you reflect and think about it, one of the things that I hope might happen is that you would understand that God so deeply loves you and he's longing to spend time. Rather than just run out and do all the stuff we have to do in life and all the busyness and all the things that fill up our time, that God is always, every day, all the time available to us. And it's in receiving that invitation, responding to it, and keeping that appointment whether it's 7 in the morning or 7 at night or times throughout the day, that we would understand that the only way we can possibly grow, grow spiritually, grow in our faith, is to invest time with God. And that's what seeking is about. So God bless. Hope you have a great week. You've been listening to the Kensington Church Podcast. If you've enjoyed this recording, check back weekly for new content. You can find Kensington on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and of course, at kensingtonchurch.org.